with Wolf and Luke. All right, it's Tuesday. Time for some Suns three-pointer action here as the uh, the Suns off tonight, coming off that loss to Philadelphia, now 7-3 and three on the season. Kellen Olsen is here. He's in for Wolf. And, uh, Kellen, I'm going to let you start. We, uh, we get going right <gasps> now. Really? Yes, the, uh, the topic is biggest questions that you have concerning the Phoenix Suns now 10 games into the season. You ready? Ready. Whammo! Seven, Booker, and one. All right, Kellen, you go first. Number one. How long will it take for Cam Johnson to look like Cam Johnson once he returns? Cam is someone who historically over his career, when he gets hurt and then comes back, it takes him a little bit to get going. All of those were fairly minor injuries. This is a surgery that he has had. And then, of course, the stories all of us were Googling together, past meniscus injuries, how long they take. I think all of us kind of learned the basic understanding of there's a surgery that doesn't take as long off. And then there's the one that takes an extensive amount of time off, like multiple, multiple months. Only one to two months, so it sounds like he got the more minor one of the two, but that one is also a bigger risk. And, and again, tearing your meniscus, how long is it going to take for him to get back? It's going to take him at least a dozen, 20 games, but can he, let's say he comes back mid-January. Can he use the next three months of the regular season, or two months, I'm sorry, of the regular season to get going? So by the time we're looking at April and the playoffs are starting, he's all good to being back to himself because that is that to me is huge. Yeah, you know what? That was one of mine too. So I'm going to just pair it up with yours right here. Is is how much does this set back Cam Johnson in his development? And I don't mean like, hey, is he going to develop into a good NBA player? He's already that. But you're talking about is he going to develop into a bona fide starter on an NBA title contender? That was supposed to be this regular season. To me, that was kind of the biggest storyline of this regular season. And it could still happen, but you just laid out the timeline of how that now all gets pushed back. And you're right. Not only did I Google um, MCL tears, or meniscus tears, rather. Uh, then I went uh, and I had to Google high ankle sprains and how long the, it takes. And then I, mm-hmm. they should have a filter on Google for how quickly <laughs> it takes to come back and how quickly it takes Buda Baker to come back. I'm surprised you just didn't ask him. Fade back 14-footer is two points. Dynamite. So you're surprised I didn't ask Vinny? I'm surprised you didn't ask any of the Twitter uh, doctors on Twitter who, whenever I tweet about an injury, they're just telling me how long it's going to be already. It's like, oh, thank you. You spoke to Cam, I guess. Every, yeah, everybody on the internet knows everything. That's already been established. All right, what's your second one? Will Mikel Bridges and or DeAndre prove to be bigger factors offensively by the time Johnson returns? This is going back to our conversation with Jay Williams. Jay made a really good point about not really reading too much into the first month of the season, and then I added on, and he agreed with the fact that it's just how you use that time in a developmental aspect to grow things and get better. The Warriors are a recent example. They're putting Kaminga in the rotation. He was not in the rotation to start the year, but now they're going to try and get him incorporated and try and develop him throughout the regular season. Can the Suns be proactive with this time and develop something that wasn't there before, which is one of those two guys just being a real offensive force and, and proving to be reliable and consistent? Mine falls somewhat in line with that. I guess it's a little more broad of just I'm back to having depth questions about this team, which was really my only question coming into the season was depth. And then the second unit started to look pretty good. And I was like, all right, okay. They they know what they're doing, much like Cam Johnson developing in the starting lineup. Guys like Jock Landale and some of these guys are going to develop in the second unit. But now that's really being strained because, yes, it's just Cam Johnson that's out right now. But Chris Paul did miss the second half of that game last night. DA missed a good chunk of it. If if either one of those guys has to miss a couple weeks and Cam's already out, 
we're going to see. And I, it's it's not when I say the depth is a question mark. I don't say it's bad. I'm just saying it's a question mark. It's it's an unknown. Three pointers. That's just showing off right there. Right. My third question for you, Luke Lipinski. What does this roster look like in March? Now, this just seems like we're regurgitating something that we've been talking about for weeks and months about this team, others a pending trade and all that kind of stuff. Not exactly where I'm going with this. What I mean is when we are looking towards April, May, and June, and we're looking at a playoff rotation, I think March is a huge month for contenders because it's where you really look out and say, okay, these are the guys that we can play in these huge moments in these big games. This is where we're going to go here with minute allocation and there and stuff, and that's really the month where you iron that stuff out, try more stuff in the regular season perhaps to get ready for that rotation. So right now, beyond the fact that I'm looking at additions on the team on the trade market, I'm looking at how Damian Lee and Jock Landale play over the course of the regular season because I would say right now, in my opinion, they have eight guys that I really trust in the playoffs. That's their starting five when fully healthy. I'm going to put Damian Lee in there. I think he's been great, and I think the pedigree with the Warriors speaks for itself now. We say that all the time, and people think that means he was playing 20 minutes a game for the Warriors. He wasn't, but he was he wasn't still starting over Steph. No, he wasn't, but he was still impactful. And when they called on him in little moments, he was ready. I'm putting Jock Landle in there. He looks great. I think the defensive mobility and the mobility in general is something that the team has really been missing at that spot off the bench, and he brings that real size. Has been impactful defensively around the rim as well. I'm going to put campaign there. I'm going to put campaign there. I know I'm hesitating. People didn't see but Calvin's I've, face turn bright red when he made that concession. I've been a campaign believer dating back to the offseason where I had questions. And look, I was the same person who said they probably just need to replace just because of the uncertainty there. That's why. But now that they're believing in him, I, I believe in him, too. And he's gone off to a really good start this year. Beyond that, where do we look? Can they add another score? Can they add another shooter? Can Torrey Craig prove to be this guy the whole season? He's been great to start the year. I'm not going to put him in there yet. Can Landry Shaman have a bounce back year? Are we looking at this team being deeper than we thought? Do Lee and Landale regress? Like, What exactly happens over the next really three months of the regular season to look at how we feel about the playoff rotation? Um, that's a good one. I'm going to go a slightly different direction. It is something we talked about a little bit earlier. Can they walk the fine line? Can they balance not burning Chris Paul out? Not burning Devin Booker out. And and the thing with Devin Booker is I don't know that you would know you burned him out until like the Western Conference Finals. Can you balance that while still winning enough games to be... What do you think they need to be in the Western Conference? Like top three? Three. I don't want to be playing... New Orleans or Golden State. Honestly, in the maybe first two. Round. Maybe two even. The thing the thing that's kinda like crazy though, and this is very early, obviously Golden State is in twelfth right now. Golden State doesn't care about the regular season, no. so like they might just finish fifth. So you don't want to be fourth and be playing Golden State in the first round. You don't need to make this path harder on yourselves. It's it's gonna be a gauntlet, man. Even that eighth spot, you look at how Portland looks right now. I, I know there's the Jazz and we're gonna see some regression from those teams specifically, but you're talking about Damian Lillard in a playoff series with guys like Jeremy Grant, guys like Josh Hart who know how to play and win in the playoffs. I mean it's gonna be a gauntlet, man. It's gonna be a gauntlet. They gotta be ready for it. See the shots that I took wet like on book. Yeah, I forgot to tell you we play that at the end, and you're supposed to sing along like Wolf does. That's our podcast intro. They stole it from us. Is it really? No, maybe you stole it from us, even though we haven't had it nearly as long as you have. No, we've had it for like two plus years.